What's poppin'? You are listening to the Keep It Cute podcast, and I am your host, Amber Simone, and you are listening to the 10th episode of the Keep It Cute pod. I am joined this week by a very special guest by the name of Aaliyah Little. Thank you for joining me this week, Aaliyah. Thanks for having me. Of course. I appreciate you. <laughs> Honestly, y'all, I'm sitting here doing this podcast. I got a whole radio Broadway uh, personnel next to me. Stop it. <laughs> Seriously. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, she's the one who should be teaching me the ropes. But Aaliyah, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You yes, know, when indeed. you asked me to come on Keep It Cute Pod. I was like, that's one thing we're going to do. We're yes, going to keep it cute. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we're going to do this podcast. So uh, I'm really honored for to be here. So thank you. No, definitely. Y'all, I see Aaliyah every week on my Keep It Cute Pod Instagram. Shameless plug, follow at Keep It Cute Pod on all socials. Mm -hmm. But Aaliyah, each week, like she comments, she interacts with me. And I see and feel the love. And even for me to be at episode number 10 and still going strong is because of y'all. It's like all this love that's pouring into this project that I started this year. And again, like the support of my guests sitting here next to me. I appreciate it. Just you got to support that. your friends. Truly. That's one thing we're going to do. I'm like, even if the friends. pot is starting off small, <laughs> like it is mighty. Yes. Small, but mighty. <laughs> so, Leah, how are you doing this week? Honestly, I'm good. I'm kind of tired. Yes, yes. You know, I'm I'm feeling that maybe it might be the LA weather. You know, how it's just it's, it's gloomy. It's been gloomy, rainy, and I'm the type of person I thrive off of sunshine. Yeah. So I think I'm feeling tired, but I'm really excited to be here. So I like when I saw you, my energy level picked up. I love it <laughs> as it should. I'm telling you, I actually I kind of like the gloom. I like yeah. it's raining. I feel like I'm in an Usher music video. Oh, like, I'm not about to play. <laughs> I really be feeling the mood. So Sometimes I don't like being outside in the rain, though. Y'all see my hair. And if you are a laid right listener, now, it is not curly. So when I walk out, it frizz right on up. So, Ooh, But it's still laid right now, though. I, I appreciate see you. that look right now is laid. That is from it's 10 rain. bottles of hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> so my hair, I was at dinner with my coworkers right before this. And they put the little, what is that thing called? They just put the heater right next to me. And I was Ciao. like, y'all, now you know I am not the right person to have this heater <laughs> next to because if my head go up in flames, y'all are getting a lawsuit. <laughs> and my coworkers were laughing, but I'm like, y'all, I'm kind of serious. Uh, it's that laugh where you like. <laughs> right, right. Come on now. I got, I got more to lose. <laughs> but no, so it is, what time is it? 9.30 p.m. PST on our end. So we are doing a late episode tonight. I really want to highlight Women's History Month as of March 2023. I'm very adamant about having only women and boss ass women who are doing great things on this podcast this month. I honestly thought about so many people, but I was like, boom, Aaliyah, if she agrees, we are in there, which she did. And like Aaliyah is doing so many great things on her end watching her journey from mental health, from creator activities, like everything. So, Leah, I want to hear a little bit more about what's been going on in your world. Yeah, so uh, honestly, 
I've just been working a mm-hmm. lot. I'm currently at NFL Network. Doing boss things. Thank you. I'm working in media admin. So I work in like file transfer, archive, you yes, know, all, yes. all the boring behind the scenes. Stuff, Stop. But must be but done. But this stuff, <laughs> somebody has to do it and it's somebody stuff Somebody has matters. to do it. And I'm also at uh, ABC News as well. So. Oh, so she's working double jobs. We got two jobs. She got two jobs. Right she now. got two checks. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, aside from working, though, uh, I try to make sure that I take care of myself mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. So I do therapy right now. I see my therapist about every other week. And that's been game changing for me honestly keeping me on track keeping me sane yes keeping me mentally healthy um it's just it's been freeing yeah how long have you been on your therapy journey like going consistently once like every other week or so i've been going i'll say about every other week for the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. That's Almost amazing. two years. Yeah. I actually started when I was in college, mm-hmm. my sophomore year in college. That was my first time ever going to therapy when we were at UCLA. Yeah. It's always like, especially when you're a young adult, I will say like this new generation of seeing parents putting their five-year-olds in therapy. I'm like, that's amazing because yeah. a lot of us didn't experience that until we were actually in college or even out of college. And obviously some people still never, and it's like adults who are experiencing this for the first time, but it is so needed in our communities. (laughs) I completely agree. And going back to how you said even five-year-olds, you know, you were seeing the ages get younger and younger Mm -hmm. going into therapy. And um, that's one thing I'm really pushing for my sister to do for my nephews, because I feel like when you're at a young age and you know how to express and sit with your emotions, you know, and also be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that you carry into your teenage years, to your adulthood, where you feel like people don't understand but being able to have all these things in your back pocket, mm-hmm. all these different like um, tactics and yeah. like um, just like, knowing how to cope with things. Exactly. It makes a world of a difference. It's like those small techniques when you look at, oh, when I'm angry, what is prompting this? Or how do I respond to something like this? Yes. And then you think about, oh, my therapist did say this one thing. Let me take a beat. Let me run down the list and see how I can like dissolve or diffuse the situation. Yep. Because when you don't have that and like, say, for example, I'm just going to use anger because I feel like a lot of times anger is misplaced. Mm-hmm. And especially when you get angry and say you don't know how to handle that situation, you're overwhelmed, you're upset or kids start fighting and they're like, why am I, you know, why am I reacting to this certain emotion this way? Mm -hmm. When you go to therapy and you figure out different ways, this is how I think I should respond. And it does make me feel better. And it is a better outcome. Oh, this kind of works. Cause a lot of people have such like a, I don't know, a, a terrible outlook on therapy. Like, oh, something has to be wrong with me. Even if it's not, you can benefit from it, benefit from it in some way. I completely agree. You know, um, so I I started going to therapy when I was in college and initially started because um, I was on the verge of an eating disorder mm-hmm. my sophomore year in college. And I was like excessively working out. I was just, you know, doing it for unhealthy reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I started I started to feel depressed. But I didn't know how to like respond. Cl- yeah, or... I was like, I, I don't know what this is. I was like, yeah. I've never felt this before. Yeah. What is this? 
I remember I was talking to my dad and my dad's like, you know, I think it's to the point where you need professional help. Mm -hmm. So I went to CAPS. um, That's at UCLA, you know, uh, therapy. And I got with this therapist and she, you know, I I got blessed for the first time Mm -hmm. seeing a therapist and for the first time we just hit it off. Yes. You know, because I know a lot of people don't have those experiences. And I just also want to speak to that as well. If you meet with a therapist and you don't feel like it's the perfect match, Mm -hmm. don't give up. Mm -hmm. Like, keep going. There's so many people out there. So many options and so many people that you'll connect with Mm -hmm. and you'll find the right person that matches for you. Definitely. I think that's like, you know, at least you're able to process it in your situation and have like supportive parents to at least like be like, you know this is what the next step might be Mm -hmm. because when you're kind of like in that cloud of like I don't know how to feel I don't know what to do and just having someone help guide you in Mm -hmm. that direction because it is kind of like you know when you start feeling those waves of something that's not normal to you and you're like you don't know how to put your finger on it yeah it's a very tricky thing when you feel a certain kind of way and you're like i don't know what this is it's a foreign concept yes, yes. you're like i don't know which one it is i'm like i don't know how to figure it out yeah it's kind of like that uh disney movie inside out you yes. know where you have anger you have i think sadness. that is an amazing movie Ama- i feel like every kid <laughs> yeah. in elementary school schools all over the country all over the world actually mm-hmm. should show that movie because it teaches people that you're emotions are natural Mm -hmm. you're gonna be sad you're gonna be um happy you're gonna be angry but it's all about how you process all those emotions and how you move forward from them definitely so like from then like when you started up until now have you seen like major improvements or like just how do you feel like since you started honestly it makes me so emotional talking about Mm -hmm. it because i have been the bottom of the bottom Like, I know how it feels to, like, you have to seek mental health Mm -hmm. therapy. And I've been to the point where it's like, you know, I I, I had to go. I'm at, you know, God broke me down and I had to seek help. And, you know, um, sorry, I forgot your question. No, girl, it's okay. I get so emotional. No, me too. I said, I might need to go grab a tissue. (laughs) (laughs) So, Leah, you ain't warned me for this one. No, I was just saying, like, how do you feel now more so? Like, any in terms of improvements from therapy? Like, has that guided you to passion projects? Like, really just, you know, those positive moments in your life that I've been seeing. That's why I was like, you know, how has that transition been? Yeah, so... Honestly, I feel really good after being in therapy for so many years mm-hmm. that it's made me translate what I learned from in my therapy sessions to just life in general. Mm-hmm. So what also has helped me is getting in the gym, getting fit, getting active, you know, because like I realize those endorphins that you feel after a workout it helps you mentally. Like if I'm having such a crappy day, I'm like, let me go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Let me have these endorphins flow. And then I'll figure it out after. Yeah. I'll leave out of there feeling like Creed. Like I'm just like, oh, I'm ready to knock everything out. Ready to conquer the world. Seriously. (laughs) So I'll say overall, I just feel (laughs) a sense of joy, but I also feel a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and gratitude for the journey that has brought me to where I am today. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Like, honestly, I know you always have put an emphasis on like my mental health journey, 
But like, I want, I was like, I wonder where that stemmed from. Like, oh, yeah. what started this whole, you know, this whole journey that you have been posting on Instagram. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say definitely it, it dated back to college. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very outgoing person. I love people. Yes, I love talking. Are. I like making people happy <laughs> and feel good, special and things like that. And I even remember in college, I started getting social anxiety. That was after I started seeing my therapist uh-huh. and we were just starting to unravel things. Yes, and yes. my social anxiety even started happening around my best friends, my friend group in college at the mm-hmm. time. And, you know, they didn't understand what was happening. Why is Aaliyah being this way? Why is she acting this way? I didn't understand it either. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't until, you know, we started to unravel different things and we started to peel back the layers. Mm -hmm. And then I started to go to group therapy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, group therapy. They're like, absolutely not. I'm not going to walk in there. I'm not telling people my business. (laughs) I'm not telling people my business. And then also, I'm not going to be like, Hi, my name's Aaliyah. I deal yes, with depression. Yes. Hi, Aaliyah. No, it's yeah. nothing like that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but actually, when you go to group therapy, you're in a room with maybe like six, seven people. It's like mm-hmm. usually a small group. Okay. And I'll say group therapy helped me even more than mm-hmm. individual therapy sessions. And I say that because when you're in that room, everyone is going through something similar Mm -hmm. and it lets you know that you are not alone. Yes, yes. And just from the support that I've had and I've made friends through my group therapy Mm -hmm. sessions, these are like lifelong friendships now. And it's it's like, you know, you have your friends and not everyone can understand what you're going through Mm -hmm. or, you know, not everyone has dealt with any um any mental health things yet Mm -hmm. so they don't know how to be there for you yes but when you have a community of people that are where you are walking in your shoes Mm -hmm. they're able to support you on a different level you know what i mean so i encourage you know even if it's you know just a group therapy session with one or two people just try it out Mm mm-hmm don't knock it till you don't try knock it. it till you try it because <laughs> it, it honestly saved my life yeah. and i'm so thankful for it that is amazing like like you said like knocking out that stigma of group therapy yeah and then you never know like the joys that will come from it like you said like finding your people and it's like in addition to the people who you already have who of love course. you in your life so of course i'm like it's I tell people all the time, no matter what you're going through, Mm -hmm. if you do feel like there's no one you can talk to, go try therapy. And I do think people don't talk about group therapy a lot. Mm -hmm. And typically it's like, oh, find a counselor. You like find someone who you're compatible with. But maybe that's a group of people and you just never know. Yeah. And it's kind of like I found group therapy is kind of like talking to your Uh homegirls in a way. Yeah. Like your homeboys, (laughs) your homies. But it's just a little different because these these homies Mm -hmm. are going through the same thing that you may be going through. So they just have like a different level of understanding. Not saying that your normal group of friends are going to be dismissed missive or anything Mm -hmm. like that or even if that is the case you can find support through other people i just want people to know that there's always a way out of a situation Mm -hmm. and you're never alone and in that case that's why i'm such a big advocate for therapy because like i said it saved my life Mm -hmm. oh yeah well you know i love you I love like you seriously too. that's Don't why me cry. Now, every year i'm telling you like your energy like your spirit is just so like 
I don't know. It's just a ray of light when you walk in a room. My mom always is like, oh, how is, what if she has the curly hair? I'm like, <laughs> you talk about Aaliyah. She's like, have you talked to Aaliyah? I'm like, girl, what? how do you know Leah? I'm like, she literally loves you to death. And I can say that wholeheartedly about everybody who runs into you. So grateful that, honestly, that you are here seriously thank you oh we're shedding tears <laughs> i know thank you Aaliyah, thank you so much for sharing your story i know it's been so helpful for anybody who's listening even myself what is one piece of advice you would give to anyone regarding mental health or their mental health journey i think the one piece of advice I would give is, um, and speaking of group therapy, mm-hmm. you know, when I was in group therapy, one girl told me because I was struggling hard to overcome this certain thing. And she told me, she was like, you have to forgive yourself mm-hmm. for the person you were that you had to be in order to survive mm-hmm. because you're no longer that person. And that's my biggest advice is forgiving yourself and showing yourself compassion Mm -hmm. because I know throughout my mental health journey you know whether I've been had social anxiety you know I'm not talking to people I may be acting funny towards people or like you know I'm lashing out on people Mm -hmm. because I don't know how to deal with my own emotions yes yes that's not the person that you know Aaliyah typically is Mm -hmm. you know but that was who I had to be to get through the days and survive not that you're intentionally hurting people Mm -hmm. but you just you didn't know how to deal with what you had going on upstairs. Yes. And yes. so that's my word to advice to people is to realize that you're human. Show yourself some compassion and also don't forget to just forgive yourself throughout this journey because you're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. You know, you may hurt people along the way, but it's all about how you move intentionally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, the right people will know that you love them right yes and that you're just figuring it out so that's my biggest piece of advice is to just learn to forgive the person that you had to be in order to survive because now you're a new person you shedded that old skin yeah and you gotta keep it moving girl let me get my notebook out i said (laughs) (laughs) i really do i am taking notes for real And you know anyone that's listening to this podcast you know anyone that I may have rubbed off the wrong way when I was going through hard times. You know, I'm sincerely sorry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm I'm doing the best that I can every day moving forward. And that's all you can do. I'm so glad you pointed that out because I think to us in our 20s and obviously friendships and life changes so frequently. Yes. And you just never know what somebody's going through. And I think to giving other people grace, giving yourself grace, because like you mentioned, I think it's so important. You're like peeling back those layers and figuring out why am I acting like this? What is happening? Who are the people who are still supportive of me while I am going through this, you know, rocky transition in time? Mm -hmm. It's really important to notice or even just take note of maybe my friend is not okay. If they have stepped back for a little bit, it's okay. But let me just poke every here and again. Like, are you good? Like sending love. I appreciate you. Oh, you did something that was out of character. Mm -hmm. Is this my friend 24 seven? Probably not. What's happening? You You hit the nail on the head with that one. Probably not. (laughs) Exactly. It's looking, it's looking at it from, 
a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like, is my friend normally like this or is she going through something that caused her to act like this, Mm -hmm. you know? And needless to say, like, I've been in I've been in situations where, you know, I've lost friends because I may have done something that I wouldn't normally do. Mm -hmm. But it was because I just had a lot going on and I didn't know how to deal with the situation but now that I've grown past that and I've learned how to deal with certain emotions and different aspects of my life Mm -hmm. now I can look back on that situation and say you know what that I don't normally do things like that you know what I mean that was outside of my character but it's okay because I forgive myself Mm -hmm. for that I learn from it and I'm gonna keep going so that's why you have to check in with yourself check in with your friends even your strong friends I know I know y'all check in with your strong friends for real because I'm like sometimes I remember the transition after college so a little background Ali and I both went to UCLA go Go Bruins (laughs) (laughs) y'all we done been they done put a chip in us I know we Every time we talk about UCLA, everybody be like, go Bruins. <laughs> I'd be in a work meeting. They'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, honestly, even in the workforce, little tangent. But once you graduate and you get into like entertainment or like whatever it may mm-hmm. be, of course, people talk about their colleges from time to time. But after a while, everybody went to different places and it's like, okay. Everywhere. And it really right. is like an and effect. I'm like, Okay. It's never, like, never. No, literally, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but no. Anyways, Ali and I both went to UCLA, and I think it's amazing to see both of us. You know, everyone kind of like branched out, went to their own careers, went to get masters, went to get uh, doctorates, like all kind of degrees. And for Ali and I, I feel like it's so special because we've stayed in contact. And I will say too, like in college. You and I, we weren't best friends, but right. it's like this girl has really good energy, and I think I I like good energy. I I'm can a, say the same. I'm gonna stay thing. close with people who have good energy, at least in some proximity. And over time, year after year, it's like always a little poke, like, "Hey, Leah, pull up," or like, "What are you doing? You want to be on the podcast?" <laughs> and I'm gonna pull up every no, time. No, she does. <laughs> she literally does, y'all. It's probably 10 p.m. at this point. PST. <laughs> but all that to say is, so much is happening in our lives, and we're on such not even different tracks like we are in similar ish fields we are we're yeah, both like in the we, entertainment industry exactly we're in similar fields and i think just to see how everything has evolved from ourselves to our relationships and not even just romantic relationships but like our friendships and just seeing where we are now like it's good to see black women thriving let's just say that especially like being college graduates when I graduated from UCLA, I was like, oh, kind of bummed because I was like, you know, everybody's leaving. And We're it's all like, going our separate ways. Everybody's going their separate way. And it was kind of like oh, a little dagger, but life goes on. Yep. But then you just have to remember like certain people like you want to, you know, keep in your pocket, not your back pocket, but your front pocket. Not your back pocket. <laughs> I don't want to sit on you now. <laughs> no, but seriously, like it's always good to keep those type of friendships around you and just that energy to kind of like pick you up on your bad days you never know i completely i completely agree and also too is also and speaking to like friendships mm-hmm. it's also great to have friends that support you in like different avenues for like what you want to do and different hobbies that yes, you're into now yes. and i thank amber for supporting me along my fitness journey i know yeah leah popped out at the top of the year and i was like oh my god like is this 
illustrated swimsuit line like i'm like (laughs) what is happening like i just wanted to know like you know your journey and like on your create like what honestly now that we're getting into it how has your mental health journey kind of like pushed you into what you're doing now like your passion projects and whatever that may be of course so I would say my mental health journey helped push me into my passion projects. Right now, my passion project is mainly uh, fitness. So mm-hmm. right now I'm studying to become a certified personal trainer Amazing. and nutritionist. Amazing. Thank you. I should okay, be Okay, third job, third check. Third job, third job. <laughs> third job, third check. <laughs> third time's a charm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Check, like you said, run it up. No, for um, real. <laughs> but I'll be done in about a month. And I'll say that the mental health has inspired me getting into fitness and becoming a personal trainer Mm -hmm. because I've seen what getting in the gym has done for me mentally. Like I said, like when you feel the endorphins and you feel like you go in, you go into the gym, you can have a bad day. Mm -hmm. But when you're in that gym and you put on your headphones and you're cranking out squats, Mm -hmm. hip thrusts, whatever you're doing that day and you kill it, you can apply that to your life outside of the gym. And so through that, that's when I found my motivation. I'm like, you know what? This is helping me become mentally strong. Mm -hmm. I'm building that mental muscle that I need to power through my days. And I'm learning that through the gym. And I'm like, I want to help other people, especially other women, black women, see that throughout the gym, it can, it makes you feel invincible mm-hmm. and it makes you overcome anything. 100%. So that's a part of like me putting together my workout programs right now is I don't want people to just feel like, okay, I want to work out for the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, everyone wants that, but I want you to find your why. I want you to really dig deep and figure out why am I working out? Why am I in the gym? I want you to think of things that are beyond superficial, mm-hmm. you know, because once you find your why and it's beyond that, you'll be invincible. You will be <laughs> freaking invincible. Yeah. And so that's a part of like my program I'm putting together right now is finding your why mm-hmm. and also just showing women that your mental health and your physical health, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. Truly. And it's like, too, when you think about going into the gym, you talked about it's making you mentally strong, which that is so important. Because I will say those days when you just want to stay in the house, lay Mm -hmm. on the couch, Mm -hmm. the blinds are closed. (laughs) It's it's been dark in the day from sunup to sundown. And I will say sometimes that sometimes it makes you depending on what kind of person you are you may feel like i haven't accomplished anything today i haven't done much today i've only laid down today but like you said even it could be a 15 minute workout a walk you went outside you went to the gym but just to get your body physically moving and just getting your head in the game you apply that to everything else because even girl this morning i was supposed to go to the gym but i wasn't mentally strong this morning it's okay (laughs) i was not mentally (laughs) strong this morning at seven and i said well we're gonna snooze that i'm gonna yeah, sleep in today i'd be like snooze 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 <laughs> but even for myself like i've tried to be better and i feel like this is gonna have to be a whole nother podcast episode but even like for me and like you talked about just mm-hmm. like body image and like yes. weight earlier when we talked about your mental health journey like on my end i'm like you know after graduating from ucla i'm like oh the weight gain lord jesus help I felt me that too. help my soul <laughs> it's just our bodies are changing yeah. so frequently as they should though right and we're coming we're becoming grown women as they should i'm like oh is that a stretch mark i see or 
is that this or just like all these things and we are so nitpicky about ourselves yes. especially as women like we are analyzing ourselves 24 7 we look at photos from 2016 like dang girl that bikini <laughs> i'm like oh lord i was smashed <laughs> yes i had these bell bottoms i had to give them to goodwill i was sad but just like we are changing so frequently and like you said just giving yourself grace and learning to love yourself as you are is a part of being on that journey it's hard it's not going to come overnight because yes. also too like we are evolving constantly when i'm 30 i don't know if i'm gonna look like this we <laughs> like i i don't know <laughs> i but, don't know what's gonna happen but like you said <laughs> that's the beautiful part we're constantly evolving and mm -hmm. so our mindsets are going to constantly evolve as well. Yes. But the yes. key is, is that are you going to allow your mindset to keep evolving? To wrangle. Yes. yes. That's the difference. Because if you're 30 and, you know, mentally you feel strong mm -hmm. about yourself, you're going to feel strong about your body mm -hmm. as well. That you is know? very, very true. So that that that's where the mental health comes into play. It's like you can't run from it. It's everywhere, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's just one thing I really I really stress about that, yeah. you know. And I also appreciate you sharing that about body image. And like you said, that's a whole nother thing we can get into. I'm like, we get time. into it. But <laughs> I'm so serious. Like after college, mm -hmm. like it was OK. We were stabilized. And then the pandemic hit. And like, I think just activity levels just shot down so much. Mm -hmm. And I was in the house doing home workouts, like trying to do anything. I'm like, y'all, this ain't working. Mm -hmm. Like just doing everything that I could, but then not realizing at UCLA, we were hitting steps like oh, crazy. going up, down. We were walking everywhere. so much. Everywhere. And I'm like, you know, also too, I have to think about 18 year old me and 25 going on 26 year old me are probably not going to look the same. You're, that's, <laughs> like you're you are not gonna look the same amber <laughs> yeah you're, you're not gonna look the same but also your interest may be different yeah like while you're in college you might have liked to be in the gym pumping out iron lifting weights uh -huh. that may have been your thing but as you get older like i said you're evolving you know what i may not like to do that i might like to go play tennis now yes, that may be my form yes. of exercise uh -huh. you know like that's the exciting part is that we get to discover new parts of ourselves mm -hmm. and we get to discover new hobbies and new ways to get fit and i like how you said sometimes it may just be going for a walk down your neighborhood walking street. is the easiest Beautiful. exercise like every time i watch a youtube video i lose weight in 30 days i lose weight <laughs> in seven days this they'd be like oh i just walked i'm like okay you're like, like oh so just i walk? just had to go outside today maybe i need to start going back into the office <laughs> <laughs> but for real it's like those small things and like you mentioned discovering new things that we enjoy not just walking from the top of the hill to the bottom i tried like swimming classes swimming was fun i will say though the hair was a situation that, that <laughs> the hair was a situation those little swim caps do not work Ooh, like, they will slide off in a, a hurry too i'm so there's this one <laughs> swim cap that is advertised for black women on instagram they mm -hmm. say the water does not go inside but i'm just trying to envision me with this swim cap on and coming out and not a drip of water got into that swim cap <laughs> Listen. Oh no, I don't trust it. That must be the day I'm gonna hit the lotto or yeah, something. Because like, I'm like, something ain't right. <laughs> that's it's literally magic. And I think that's another thing too with us in the gym. And I love your curly hair journey. That's another thing. Thank you. Y'all, Aliyah been on I, this curly hair journey. I remember a lot of the girls 
in college, like we were doing big chops, cutting our hair, yep. cutting off the dead weight, like literally, physically, like yes. whatever that looked like. And like just going through like those transitions and then looking at the gym, ain't nobody wearing a silk press to the gym. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a fresh I, silk press, the gym is not the first place that you were about to be. Because I know I would sweat that out yeah. in a hurry. As soon as I walk in there, I'm drenched, it's gone. Exactly. <laughs> How long have you been on your curly hair journey? I've been on it since maybe about seven years. Seven? Yeah, and wow. I did a big chop in 2018. I oh, cut it all wow. off. Yeah, and I'll say uh, it's grown back. Your so hair is beautiful. Like your curls are thick. Thank I'm you. Like, and this is a wash and go. Believe it or not, y'all, it's a wash and go. You okay? are the one percenter who can achieve a wash and go. <laughs> a lot of us cannot achieve wash and goes, Lilia. And maybe you know on another <laughs> podcast I'll show y'all how I yes. sleep with my hair, everything. Do you do I the just, pineapple thing? I actually do five pineapples. Five pineapples. Mm -hmm. I tie my hair in five pineapples all over. I what? take them out, shake it, and go. Oh, so, uh, again, one percent. <laughs> we have a one percenter in the room. <laughs> so that's actually another passion project I'm, I'm really um, passionate about is uh, natural hair. Yes, you know, yes. growing up in the South, I grew up getting perms, uh -huh. different things like that. Uh, my Nana, they never knew how to take care of it. And I remember not being able to go in the pool because they were like, your hair going to fall out. You got that new perm. Oh, no. It's fresh. I'm like, no. <laughs> so I just remember, you know, for me, figuring out my natural hair journey mm -hmm. and also like being being in the gym and then mental health like it's all come together for me figuring it out like who who am I yes you yes. know who what is my hair what what is my real texture uh -huh. who am I mentally who am I physically mm -hmm. it's all intertwined into one into like my whole self coming to self I'll definitely say. <laughs> becoming yes <laughs> not by Michelle Obama by Aaliyah Little <laughs> don't play with it <laughs> all right now that you guys have followed us along mental health journeys, friendships, and so much more, I want to jump into something a little fun and just to get to know Aaliyah a little bit better. So I'm going to start off with a few questions. Mm -hmm. Question number one. All right, let's go. Where are you from and why did you decide to move to this city? All right. Um, so like little baby said... <laughs> I'm from Atlanta, so I got a slick mouth. Uh-oh. I'm from Atlanta, y'all. Period. Um, <laughs> no, but I was actually born and raised in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. So South Cackalackin. Ah. I'm a country girl, <laughs> raised on a farm, middle oh of nowhere. Um, and then we actually moved to L.A. Mm -hmm. um, my mom was a college professor. And so we did that. And then wow. my mom always knew that I wanted to get into like modeling and acting and commercials. Yes. And they yes. were like, why not? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So we moved to L.A. So you mentioned commercials. This is not a question on the list. But what commercials have you been in, Miss Aaliyah? <laughs> Put us on. I was actually. <laughs> <laughs> is she a Gerber baby? Like what? <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't that cute of a baby. Uh -uh. But, uh, <laughs> um, I was actually an always commercial. Really? Always pad. It was um, about uh, girl empowerment. Uh -huh. So I remember I did a whole, no, it was like a whole day thing. And I remember I actually still get like royalties from Shut the commercial. Up. Yeah, they like renewed it. And like, I don't know where is Aaron now. Wow. But it's somewhere out there. Shout out to always for them checks. That's yeah, we got to in. run so the commercial. We're gonna run it back. <laughs> and then I was also like in a music video, the country music video. What? I was I was the head cheerleader 
and that was that was pretty fun who who's the the singer for the country uh, music i think his name was it was dallas something okay I, I, i'll find it and <laughs> I i'm was like Lil Nas X. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like whose video were you in <laughs> country video was very fitting because like i said i'm from the country so i grew up like it wasn't my choice of music. Yes. So yes. you go to restaurants and everywhere. Yeah. It's nothing but country music. Yeah. So I grew up on it. Yes, I understand. I love that. So question number two. What's your favorite place you've traveled to and why? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, this this brings up some memories for her. <laughs> All right. Favorite place I've ever traveled to has to be italy okay why and italy because i've been seeing say, some controversy about italy on twitter <laughs> but why italy i love it the food is amazing i believe let that. me tell you i can get truffle ravioli for 11 euros do you know how much i'll cost you in la 48 dollars yeah yeah well, you get 48 about 58 dollars yes, like yes. it's crazy but the food is amazing the people like it's just very welcoming i have a great experience um one guy at a restaurant we call him uncle Vinny now uh-huh. he actually remembered me because i traveled and then once i came back home i went back two weeks later what i did that's another story um it was actually for a guy uh-oh i uh-oh. had a we little boo thing out there in italy you had a little italian bay yeah so i have great memories in florence <laughs> italy girl you're a living life so i'll say that that's one of my favorite and why the food the people the mm-hmm. hospitality it's just beautiful italy is yes. probably my favorite country i actually want to move out there eventually what yes girl i'm gonna have to travel to uh italy and we're gonna do a little podcast oh yeah Keep it cute pod international. No, interna- <laughs> we're going international, guys. Girl, we're gonna have to cute internationally. We're gonna have to hear about your flyouts on yeah. the next pod. <laughs> Lee getting flewed out by the Italians. City girls. <laughs> Up one. <laughs> so number three, who was your most listened to artist on Spotify or Apple Music last year? I use Spotify and like right I said, answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the South. Uh, Lil Baby was definitely number one. Okay. Okay. And Lil Baby also got me into some trouble uh, back in November. Because How did Lil Baby get you in trouble? I got a speeding ticket. Stop. And no, I'm for real on the song Get Money. He's like <laughs> doing 90 and a 35. Like, I don't give a, you know. And I'm on the freeway, and y'all, I, I actually was doing 90. I didn't realize it. Oh my God. I did not realize yeah. I was doing 90. But now, little you baby little, getting us caught up. Yeah. So, thank you, little baby, if you're listening to this. You got me a ticket. How much was the ticket? So, my ticket I'm gonna have to add being about 365. 365? Mm-hmm. All right, little baby. <laughs> At little baby. <laughs> I know you heard that. Love <laughs> me my money no, back. Literally. <laughs> Girl, that is crazy. So number four, what's your favorite sports team and why? All right, for everyone out there listening, it's only one sports team and one sports team only. And we already know who this is. Uh-oh. It's the Clemson Tigers. Ooh. Don't play with us. Um, that's all I got to say. And I also have to do the chant. 
C-L-E-M-S-O-N-T-I-G-E-R-S. Fight tigers, fight tigers, fight, fight, fight. Woo! Let's go. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get so intense talking about it. If you want to go to Clemson University, it's one of the greatest colleges in the world. It's located in Clemson, South Carolina. I'm going to plug my home team right now. Um, also, too, home with three national titles, uh, two in the last five years, college football. So check us out. Yeah, literally... That was a whole commercial for the Clemson Tigers. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, put her on the field. Right. Like, you guys will win every single game right now. with Aaliyah on the field. <laughs> Is that your family's team as well? Yeah, my parents went to college there. I grew up going to games. Yes, yes. Literally, like, I have a problem when it comes to Clemson. <laughs> Like I, I've gotten in full on arguments about that team. Honestly, that's where the passion comes from. It's too much passion. Yeah, though. you said actually we might have to. I need a real <laughs> yeah. So we got. I have a problem. They're not paying me. They're not doing anything. I need to relax. <laughs> Girl, get your royalties and get them from little baby too. While you at it, period, little baby. <laughs> and last but not least, what's one thing on your bucket list that you haven't done? There's actually a lot. But I'll definitely say skydiving. Yeah, same. I've been saying, Aaliyah, you're going to go skydiving when you turn 24, 25. Okay, 26. I think this is the year I want to go skydiving. I heard like when you just like go up there, Mm -hmm. you don't have a choice. You know, you you got to come down one way. You got to come down one way or another. (laughs) And you know what? I, I think I've always just been scared because I'm like, I'm really putting a lot of trust in the person that's packing up my parachute. Yeah. And I'm just going to have to overcome that fear and mm-hmm. say a prayer, go up there and let it fly. Yeah. I know that adrenaline everyone always talks about once you're up there, oh, yeah. you are in the clouds. Yeah. And then they're like, jump out of the plane that I've never done it. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I just haven't booked it. That's literally it. Well, I'm ready when you are. <laughs> I just haven't booked it. That's all. Well, your birthday's coming up. So that I know. Skydiving be... 2023. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm always here to try new things. But we are getting towards the end of this Keep It Cute podcast, episode 10. Honestly, I almost forgot it was episode 10 again. Aaliyah, this is been an amazing episode from the mental health conversations to the friendships like literally everything we have mentioned today yeah it has been so fun and thank you for being here thank you for having me and also 10 episodes like already like you are absolutely killing it and i look up to you so much and honestly everything you're doing is absolutely amazing i don't even have enough words to describe just as much as you're doing right now (laughs) ams with the yams y'all don't sleep on her she's always keeping it cute every wednesday yep every wednesday at 6 p.m pst don't forget to tune in next wednesday episodes come out on a weekly basis happy women's history month and i will catch you next week good night